Hi, Amanda. Hi. Happy book club. Thanks, you too. Chapter five. The importance of showing up, practicing, and setting routines. We've never talked about that before. <laughs> I know. This is, this is not a... Uh, not one that we're familiar with no yeah (laughs) yeah no this is really good okay so showing up what i loved how she started this is with a story about how she was introduced by the speaker by saying like this is a person that shows up and even she was like oh do i like she didn't even put together that she was a person that showed up which i think is so common for crafty as females because we're so used to doing the things which is technically the showing up that we're not even aware that we're like doing that. Yeah, I think. And then we're so also used to honing in on the times where we don't show up Mm -hmm. that we don't realize that we're showing up 99% of the time. Right. And that that is showing up so much that even when we don't, show up or there are mistakes that people aren't fixated on our mistakes right because everyone else makes mistakes too so so true yeah i think this is a super important place to start because this is the foundation the foundation is showing up the foundation is putting in the work and when we say the work the work is not the same thing as going to a nine to five every single day and sitting in a cubicle and pretending to be busy it's deciding that you're going to put yourself on a trajectory that's going to get you to a place no matter how long it takes. Mm, I like that. And like we talked about, it's not linear. Mm -hmm. And I think like when we say things, we say words like trajectory, we say things like a path. We, in our mind, think of things like rockets and cars and they kind of you know take off on a a straight line and they just go really fast in one direction and that's not how actual journeys work or growth right that like that's that's not a journey that's just a takeoff right And that's not exciting. Like, who cares if a car can go straight? Yeah. I don't care if a car can go straight. Even if it can go really fast straight for five seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah. So cool. Right. Every year you have to make a better car. (laughs) Like, is what gets the car sold. Right. And... (laughs) It's not doing anything all that new, anything all that exciting, anything all that innovative. Mm -hmm. 
And what we're trying to do, like you're not going to find your voice making straight lines. Right. Or like, I always think of that, like in my Never Binge Again book in terms of like weight loss, like the fastest way to lose weight is slowly, but that's because you're taking the necessary time and steps to understand the process of it. And I think it applies to like creativity, like the fastest way to growth is slowly because in the slowly there's practice and there's experimentation and there's moving back and moving forward. Like, so it's like, why do we want this fast track to just knowing everything? Like, what is that? <laughs> I, it's just inhumanly possible. Like who, I don't know. I just think people perceive that that's what some people's paths are, but it's never that. I don't think like, I want to do this. Boom. I'm done. A hundred thousand followers, blah, 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 all these gigs. Blah, blah, like, no, that's not when it happens. And even when it does happen that way, it's never good. Mm. Like when people get, you know, overnight stardom, when people get overnight rich, when people get I don't... overnight acclaim. Sure, all of these things. Sure. a lot of times it's met with you know mental illness drug abuse you know any type of substance abuse because it's excessive right it goes from 0 to 100 and you cha- it, it's it, it's not a gradual life change it's it's you know to go back to the episode from Wednesday they just threw all the plates in the air Mm -hmm. they didn't try juggling one plate or two plates or three plates they just threw 64 plates in the air Mm -hmm. and you can't practice something that you've never practiced does that make sense like you can't be good at something that you've never tried to be good at before yeah I and I mean as far as showing up that like I just think the interview this interview was great at at demonstrating her point like this artist lady was like drawing her credit card statements (laughs) like I can't even picture what that looked like but I loved her story of like organically going through this process of, I just wanted to start drawing things I bought to then people were looking at me drawing these things and wanted me to start drawing. I never even thought I would be an illustrator. Like, like that's what I mean by like this slow process of blossoming into what you're going to be blossomed. Like is what, I don't know. And then she says something too, that where she goes, I think so much of it, is realizing that your experiences are valid. Yes. And, and that's like a point that just like goes over so many people's head, myself included. Like it's been a slow unearthing of that truth and like me realizing it over and over again. <laughs> over like, and over again. Yeah. Which is all part of like the showing up, like show up to what you are experiencing. What you are experiencing is valid. What you want to make if you want to create something, there's a reason why you're called to do that. 
So show up to that inspiration. Not if it's going to get you likes or, or like money, like, I don't know, because it could grow into something you, you would have no foresight about. Well, if you want likes and money, there are other things that you can do to get likes and money. Right. And so you have to decide, what do you want? Do you want to do your art or do you want to get likes and money? Mm -hmm. And it's a hard decision because you have to decide exactly how much do you want to I don't want to say sell out, but right, yeah. exactly. And, you know, she gets to this in the, in the end here of the importance of routine and the making a schedule. You're going to have some paid work. You're going to have some things that you need to do. Mm-hmm. Schedule that stuff, but also okay. schedule time for you to work on projects that feel and fuel you. Because you can't just be working on projects that other people are hiring you for, or else you're not going to develop your voice. Right. This makes me think of that scene. I've referenced it before in the past, but in Big Magic, she talks about a guy who raised his hand. This author's like giving his book speech. What? Hold on. Did you know that she also is Coyote Ugly? Who? Liz Gilbert. Liz Gilbert? That she wrote Coyote Ugly? Yeah. She wrote an article for GQ magazine in 1997 that is based on the whole movie Coyote Ugly is based on. <laughs> I did not know that. I, yes. It's, no, it's right, very yes. off brand for her. <laughs> yeah, but no, she's, kind of the, an awesome yeah, fact. she's the girl that the Piper Parabo character in Coyote Ugly is based on. Nice! That's fun fact. That should be under a Snapple cap, I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's thanks for that tidbit. But in Big Magic, she talks about how, like, this guy is listening to a famous author talk about his book, and he says, you know, for the lack of a better term to apply it to here, like, I've been writing for years and I don't have likes and money. Like, he doesn't give me likes and money. Like, what do I do? So the, he, so that the writer just blatantly says, he goes, quit. He's like, if it's not giving you likes and money and that's what you're doing it for, like, find something else, do, you know, whatever. He's like, but. If after doing all that, all you could think about is writing, I would suggest you just keep showing up and do writing. Like, he just, like, totally turned it on his head. He's like, I could tell you to show up, but you're not going to listen to me. Like, if the likes and money is where you're at, then it's not getting you that. Do something else for likes and money. But if at the end of doing that, you can't think of anything else but this one hobby, then you're going to have to come back to it anyway, right? Like, it was such a poignant answer. It's like, that's kind of true. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Creativity, man. Yeah, they I know. Also, she, she quoted our Ivor Glass thing that we love so much, too. I know. The taste one. The taste I know, one. I know, I know, I know. It's so good. She's great. Oh, have you ever seen High Maintenance? No. Okay, so it's a show about a marijuana dealer in New York City. It's the most New York City show I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Not Seinfeld? <laughs> Well, no. No, I know, because you hate Seinfeld. I do. But, oh, hold on, but, but hold on. But Seinfeld is like the, like, it is, and hold on. And, and, for, and, and also, for Seinfeld's flaws, at least they showed, like, the actual size of New York apartments. I hear you. Um, Sorry. Yes, no. I, I dislike, <laughs> I dislike Seinfeld because of the people. But also, Seinfeld is very New York. 
Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's on HBO. It's it's really good. Like, but the most New York show I've ever seen because it really captures like what the diversity of people living in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my God! Why did I? I had a real actual reason. Oh, oh, because there's an episode with Ira Glass. And the episode with Ira Glass in it is amazing. So you can literally drop in on any of the episodes because it's like a, just an anthology series and the guy is just, I mean, he's literally just called the guy. <laughs> and like the stories are about the people that he delivers to. Nice. And there's this one episode with Ira Glass because one of the people works for him and she pitches a story and it's, it's so good they're all written so well and like they all end up in a in a place and it's it's so good oh my god there's one where like a a mom and a dad come visit and they stay in an airbnb and then there's a snake in the airbnb and the snake gets lost (laughs) they're just they're so good oh my god they're so good they're so good one of the best ones is about someone who's leaving the Hasidic Jewish community and then there's always two groups of people and somehow there's always like a connection it somehow connects at the end um yeah there's one the one guy is leaving the Hasidic Jewish community and then the other people are at a sparkly gay rave and the way that it ends up is it's so good. Sounds fun. It's so good. It's all on. It's all on HBO Max now, or H like you know HBO. The same thing Elmo shows on. Same thing that Elmo shows on. I need to just like get that. <laughs> it's it's so good. Oh my god, I love Elmo, man. Oh, I'm hold on. One more thing before we go. Last thing. It took me ninety minutes to fix my printer this weekend. Mm. But the thing that was making me so upset was every time I went to print. Elmo was not the right color. Elmo was not his red. And I was like, this is not the color of Elmo. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, finally, this is what Elmo looks like. In order to document him to your right, liking, yeah. you mean. Yeah. See, this is the color of Elmo. <laughs> that picture is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> him and his little tux. <laughs> yeah, we got his out of his desk. He's got that's, the- a, that's a nice, bright red Elmo. I know, right? This is what he's supposed to look like. Hilarious. Okay. So funny. So, um, book club. Elmo. All awesome. All highlights of 2020, if you ask me. I know, right. See, inspiration <laughs> is everywhere. Yeah. I am inspired by Elmo and High Maintenance. High Maintenance is a, a, it's a fantastic storytelling show. If you want to learn how to tell stories, watch that show because it is, it is unbelievable. And it used, to be a, it used to just be a web series. Like, they just made it on the internet. It was just some guy and his wife, and they've gotten divorced since then, but they still make the, the show together. But they just made it on the internet, and then HBO bought it. And now it's an HBO show, and they have tons of money. Wow. So, yeah, guys, go and watch that, because it is, it's a very New York show, and watching that really shows the evolution of storytelling. Nice. So, we will be back next week with our next chapter of this book, which is chapter six. Begin anyhow, moving through fear. Ah, uh, sounds like something we uh, might need. 
both now and at other points in in life. Ooh. We got two more chapters to go. Yes. Wow. This is going to be a fun one. That's pages 83 through 92. All right. We'll be back next week, guys. Have a fantastic rest of your week. And come and chat with us about what you learned in this chapter. And I can't wait to talk to you about it. We'll talk soon. Bye, guys.